the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that I hope being a blessing to you. That's called being imitators of Christ. God gave an admonition and an invitation to all of his children. The admonition and invitation given to all of God's children after being born again is to be imitators of God and to live our lives like Jesus did. Since our being imitators of God is God's plan for me and you, then our being imitators of God ought to be our plan for our lives too. And being imitators of Christ is how we do what God wants us to do. We ought to purpose within ourselves to do everything that we can do to be imitators of Christ like the Father wants all of us to do. Each and every one of us who are born again ought to purpose in ourselves that our lives will represent and demonstrate everything that God wants our lives to represent and demonstrate so that we can demonstrate to everyone in this world that it's the life lived in Christ that's the life that should be lived by every man, boy, woman, and girl. So that that can happen, God told us what needs to happen. We need to live our lives being imitators of Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn over to Romans chapter 1. This is a powerful verse I'm about to read to you right here. Ask me why. Because if we left it up to us as the whether we like God, whether we fashion like God, conform like God, jointly form like God, and similar to God. Of course, we say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me, praise God. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this thing, praise God. I'm, I'm doing, a- a- amen. <laughs> if we left it up to us, we'd be like, sure, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. I got it, I got it going out. You know, I'm similar. <laughs> but God didn't leave it up to you. Hmm? He didn't leave it up to your mama. He didn't leave it up to your daddy. And leading it up to Auntie Nana, none of them. Pookie, Raul, Miguel, none of them can tell whether or not you really like God or not. He left it to somebody else to be able to find out whether you really like that or not. Let's read Romans chapter 1. We'll start reading in verse 1. It says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God which he had promised afore by his prophets in the old, in the Holy Scripture, which means that this stuff I'm about to show you is written all throughout the Holy Scripture. It's not just in the new, it's in the old too, because God don't change. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So that means that if you see it in the new, if it's really true, you should be able to see it in the old too. 
Are you listening to me? Because it's in both. Are you listening to me? That's why you don't listen to no jack leg preacher that tell you don't bother to read the old no more. Shut up, fool. Because God gave us the whole Bible. Praise God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. I say all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Whether you know it or not, when that was written, the only scripture they had was the Old Testament. Praise God. Hallelujah. You didn't know that. Praise God. I knew that. You didn't know that. <laughs> so anybody tell you don't read the old, it's crazy. You just walk away and just, you know, thank you and leave. Praise God. Which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. And notice this for obedience, for obedience to the faith, according to which means God gives you the power to obey what he says do. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why he extends the grace in your life to help you do what he wants you to do. Praise God. A whom ye are also called, among whom ye are also called uh, of Christ Jesus. Praise God. To all that are being Rome, beloved of God, Called to be saints, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice what you're all called to be saints. Hallelujah. You're all called to be saints. You ain't supposed to die after having done a miracle and then let some guys with some big red hat tell you whether or not you're a saint or not. Praise God. God called you a saint right off the bat. Are you listening to me? The moment that you get boned again, God already called you a saint. Now the question is, is you going to act like it? That's where the question comes in. Amen. Let's go back to verse three concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, of course, who was our example. So what God did for him is the same thing he's going to do for us. The same way he did it for him is the same way he's going to do it for us. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made a seed of David, according to the flesh. And listen to this and declared to be the son of God with power. Notice he's declared to be the son of God with power. That word declared right there means determined. To be the son of God. It was determined that he was the son of God. Just like it needs to be determined whether or not you're really the son of God or not. The way you're supposed to be. The way you're supposed to be. Because it's determined. That word determined means to settle or decide a dispute. Question. Etc. 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 By an authoritative and conclusive decision. It means to settle or decide a dispute. Question. Etc. 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 By an authoritative or conclusive decision, which means somebody needs to come by and make an authoritative and conclusive decision. You can't make an authoritative decision unless you've been given the authority to make the decision. And you can't make a conclusive decision unless you know all the factors necessary to be able to determine that after you, you look at and check this out, it can settle the dispute. It can end all questions and decide all questions as to whether or not this really is a son of God like it's supposed to be. Second definition for the word determine. It means to conclude or ascertain after investigation, observation, and consideration. It means to conclude or ascertain after, somebody say after, after investigation. Which means it was looked at, scrutinized. Observation, whereas it was watched, looked at from every angle. And considered, which means when they were looking at it, they was considering a standard that was existed. To be able to determine whether this matches the standard or not. 
whether or not this meets up to the standard or not, before I conclusively say this is a son of God right here. Well, the same way it was with the son of God is the same way as with you and me, son of God. The same way it was with the son of God is the same way as with you and me, son of God. Whereas that means then that somebody somewhere has to be able to check us out, have to investigate us, has to be able to observe us, watch us. So anybody tell you it don't matter what you do is a life in the pit of hell because you're being investigated, you're being observed and you're being considered as to whether or not things are meeting up to a stated standard that already exists so that it, this can be settled. We can decide the dispute. We can end all questions and make an authoritative and conclusive decision as to whether or not we are sons of God like we're supposed to be. See, Jesus was declared to be the son of God because he was determined to be the son of God. He made a decision he was going to conduct himself like he's supposed to, had read scripture and learned out how he's supposed to live this thing out like me and you. And we're supposed to do the same thing too. We're supposed to get from scripture who we're supposed to be about and then live this thing out like God said we're supposed to live it out. But I want you to notice who it was that made the authoritative conclusion. I want you to notice who it was that made the observations, the investigations, the consideration who made the authoritative and conclusive decision. Let's look at it. Verse four, and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness. According to the spirit of holiness. Now this is powerful, baby. This is powerful right here because God got many names. God has numerous names. Mucho names old. God's got old. He's got names from coming from every which way. Are you listening to me up in here? And see, that's very important because determine, so you have to stop and see what name does he use to be able to tell you what it is he's trying to use or do in the midst of the situation. For instance, he could have said that it was determined by the spirit of adoption, which if that was the case, then all we would have to pay attention to was whether or not you were adopted into the body of Christ. Because if you were adopted into the body of Christ by receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then your adoption papers would have been all that was necessary. And they could have said, yep, that's the Son of God right there. Praise God, that's him. That's her. He could have said the spirit of love in such a way as we know, well, he just loves. And because he loves, then all he had to do was see whether he loved you. And then that was all he needed to determine and see whether it's true. He could have said the spirit of grace because if he had said the spirit of grace, then that meant that then it didn't matter what he was looking at. But see, that wouldn't have went alongside with all that it is that he needed to do to determine it. He used the spirit of holiness. And the reason why I use the name of the spirit of holiness is because he's telling you what I'm looking at to be able to determine whether or not you living out this thing as a son of God like you're supposed to. I'm watching you and I'm using the standard of holiness. God is watching us and using the standard of holiness to see if we are meeting up to being the sons he intended for me and you. Now, before we got born again, when we was crazy and lazy, doing everything outside of what God said to do, he didn't do none of that then. He accepted anybody for who he was. He said, whosoever will, let him come. He said, I will in no wise cast out. So that means the guttermost to the uttermost. That means from the bum on the streets to the bum in the corporate towers. That's talking about everybody. Somebody say everybody. 
Because God accepts everybody. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It's the gift of God, not of works, as any man should boast. It's the grace of God that bringeth salvation. But if you continue to read that verse, but he also teaches you how to live after that. See, once you crossed over from being a person who was in need of salvation to become a person who is now having salvation, once you passed over from being having righteousness as a filthy rag and move over until you have the righteousness of God, praise God, in Christ Jesus. Once you cross over to this side, then from that point forward, you are now scrutinized. Why? Because now you my child. And before I get ready to send you out to do what I want you to do, before I can send you or leave and let you out to be able to do what you want to do, you need to be scrutinized. I got any mothers in the house say, hey, I know y'all going to relate to this, praise God. Because, you know, I don't know if it's still like this, praise God. But not but when I was growing up, praise God, you couldn't go outside until you ran past mama. You couldn't go outside unless you ran past mama. You had to go past mama before you go outside. You just couldn't yell from the other side of the house, Ma, I'm going outside. Not when I was going up. She said, come here, boy. So you went there, yes, ma'am. And she investigated, observed, considered. Boy, go take that old raggedy jacket off. You a Pearson. You representing me. Oh, my, don't matter. I, boy, go take that off. That's when I was raised. I don't know how you was raised. Praise God. <laughs> you don't talk back. Praise God. You didn't even have an opinion. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Go, put, go take that off and put it on. Why? Because you represent me. Come here, boy. And then use the universal cleanser to be able to clean something that they seen on you. Y'all laughing. Y'all know what the universal cleanser. She spit on you. Clean you off. <laughs> Why? Because you're representing her. Are you listening to me? Now you can go outside. Praise God. Because I done checked you out and made sure that everything's the way it's supposed to be. Well, God's saying the same thing to his church right now. Come here, boy. Come here, girl. You being checked out by the spirit of holiness. No wonder the devil is trying to bring its teaching into the church right now saying it don't matter what you do. So that you won't let the spirit of holiness do what he's there to do. And that's to declare you a son of God. To declare you that you are conformed into the image of God. Because if my mama saw anything that wasn't right, my mama started making it right. You get to pulling up stuff and... You're like, my, shut up, boy. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Good thing the father ain't doing the shut up boy stuff. Amen, amen. His hand is a lot bigger than hers. I'm glad he ain't doing that. But he's still straightening stuff out. Is anybody hearing me up in here? No wonder people come bring you a jacked up teaching that tells you, you don't condemn me. Don't say nothing against me. Because as soon as they say something about what you're doing, then that's condemnation. Shut up, fool. That's observation, investigation, and now they're trying to cause you to get straightened out so they can send you out to do what God wants you to do. Hallelujah. And God declared him to be the son of God by the spirit of holiness. And the same spirit is the same one that declares it for me and you too. See, people who did, the person who did the determining was the spirit of holiness. And since that's who determined Jesus to be the son through whom he would speak, Praise God. That means and that's, that's the same one that has to declare for me and you too. See, holiness is both the character of our God, whom we're imitating, and it's also the standard that he established for us to live too. It's the character of our God, 
And it's the standard that he set up for us to be able to live too. Because if we is kids, and we is, then holy is what we ought to be too. Turn over to Leviticus chapter 19. I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. You don't have to believe it. I'll show it to you. It's right here in the book. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know about all that. Well, you're about to know about all that. Praise God. Leviticus chapter 19. And you're going to have no excuse after that. Praise God. You can either lay aside good sound Bible doctrine to be able to hold on to your jacked up teaching, or you can hold on to what God said, because I'm going to show you straight out the word. Leviticus chapter 19. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, this is talking about the children of Israel when God delivered them out of Egyptian bondage, which is type and shadow of us being delivered out of satanic bondage. This is what he's talking to the children of Israel who were delivered out of Egyptian bondage, which is type and shadow of what it is that happened to us when we got delivered out of satanic bondage. So God had it written in the book so we could take a look so that we could see the similarities of what he's doing with you and me, because we could look back at the people before and see what he did with them after he set them free. Now, after he set them free, he brought them, praise God, out of Egypt with a mighty hand, brought them to the base of Mount Sinai, and then sent Moses up, praise God, and got a message from him that came back to tell him what to do and what to say to them. We hear in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 1, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses. Who said this? The Lord Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. He said, You go down there and tell them. Tell all the congregation. Come on, listen to me now. He told tell all the congregation, which means it ain't just an adult church. It's the children's church. It's not just the children's church. It's the nursery too. Come on, ATP. He's talking to you too. He's talking to the youth. He's talking to ATP. He's talking to blessed women of God, blessed men of God. He's talking about G-Dub. Come on up in here. He's talking about GAA. He's talking about covenant partners. He's talking about everybody in the congregation. From the pulpit to the pew. Me as well as you. He say the same thing to all of us. Be ye holy. Sound like it matters. Be ye holy. Sounds like it matters. Because if it didn't matter, why would he tell all the congregation to do it? Be ye holy. And I like this. I like this. You don't have to like this. I like this. He also told them why it is he want them to be holy. So God told the congregation his expectation of them. And he told them the justification of his expectation. He told them his expectation of them. And he told them the justification of his expectation. Because he already know how folk is. Remember, he made them. He already know. As soon as you tell somebody to do something they don't want to do, they're going to be like, why? Well, why? Why I got to do all that? Because he know people are going to try to find as little to do as possible. They're going to do as less as they can. If he say tithe and they made $112, then they're going to give $11.20. Because that's what he said. They ain't even going to round up. Praise God. Why? Because they're going to try to give as little as they possibly can. I only do what I got to. And don't let me find no teaching and say I don't have to. Oh, that's all I needed to hear. I don't need no second voice. No, I don't need no confirmation. No, that's God flat out right there. Praise God. I knew he was wrong all them years. It's because you didn't want to do it in the first place. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So he said, he no folk. God no folk. God said, you tell them not only what I expect them to do, you tell them why I expect them to do it. Be holy. For I, the Lord your God, am holy. Why? Because you change families now. He said, you my child now. 
I don't care how you was dressed before. That's because you wasn't mine yet. But now that you're mine, straighten your little butt up. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. I don't care how you lived before. You wasn't mine before. But now that you're mine, let's talk. Straighten out. You, 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 know, you know more Guinea man. You ain't over there no more, Kunta. You Toby now. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. <laughs> you Toby now. Before you used to go, just run the fields. You ain't in them fields no more. Before you could run the streets. You in Christ now. Be holy, even as I'm holy. Before you was advertising while you was walking down the street. Showing all the products. Looking for a buyer. Or at least somebody you can give it away to. But he said, you holy now. Cover them tomatoes up. And get ready to do what I say to. Y'all don't want to work with me. Let's just move on. Go to Hebrews chapter 7. And, and he said, because now I'm your God. Hebrews chapter 7. I'm going I'm to walk through scripture on this one. Because I know the church like, oh, let's see that. Yeah, I just, I want, I want, a, I want, a, I want a God that fit me. God said, no, you got the, you got the wrong concept. Hebrews chapter 7. See, Jesus lived out the Father's expectation. Somebody heard him. Jesus lived out the Father's expectation. That's why he paid the price for me and you, because he lived out the expectations of the Father. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 24, speaking of Jesus, it says, But this man, speaking of him, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make an intercession for us. For such a high priest, because of us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices, first for his own sins, and then for the, for the people's, for this he did once and was offered up himself. Of course, that's powerful, praise God, because this lets us know how it is that Jesus Christ, because of the life that he lived, he was eligible to be able to offer the sacrifice for us once and for all. Because come on, Deuce, he was standing on three time zones at the same time when he was up on that cross and said, forgive them, they didn't know not what they do. So he covered sins past, present, and future when he did what he did. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's the power of the hypostatic union. Because it wasn't just a man that went up in there that was one that was paying the price for one time. He was both son of man and son of God simultaneously. By being God, he was standing on eternity and his feet on the shores of eternity at the same time. So when he said they are forgiven, he was representing God's side also at the exact same time. And then he was able to be able to save us all. But I, I want you to focus on that part. I just want you to show you I got an education. Praise God. This is the part that I really want you to focus on right now. When they started speaking to him, he gave a list of things about him that should be a list of things that are about me and you too. Because remember, he told us to be imitators of him. That list is in verse 26. He said, for such a high priest because of us who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from separate from sinners and made higher than the heavens. That ought to be the list that's listed about us, me and you too. At least eventually, somewhere along the line. Eventually, people ought to be able to look at us and say, holy. Why? Because our Lord, our God is holy. 
Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does desire for you and me to be imitators of Him. I hope that you're seeing that this door of opportunity to be like Him that God has opened for me and you is a door of opportunity that should definitely be walked through by me and you. A door of opportunity that we'll be so glad that we walk through when we do. Being more and more like the God who loves and saved me and you. Now, I don't know about you, but I plan to be as much like him as I can possibly be. I hope you make the same decision too and do the same just like me too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your New Year's resolution was to draw closer to God, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. This if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So don't miss this opportunity to allow the brothers a word of faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty that you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.